Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we want to ask you to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. If enough people follow us on Twitter, it won't go away forever. And uh, after doing that, you can follow us, or you can uh, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcast app, if, assuming you're someone who has not subscribed yet. Uh, you can also tell your friends about the show, and you can all just get together and uh, give us a review. You can do a review party, where you just review all the podcasts that you like. Uh, also, we are doing something new. Uh, each episode, or each uh, month, at the end of the month, uh, we're going to be doing a different something. Uh, we're not quite sure what that is yet. It's new, but it's going to be different from what we normally do, uh, but still MCU related. So if you have anything that you want us to uh, cover or attempt to cover, uh, let us know. You can tell us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind, or you can send us an email to MCURewind at gmail.com. No underscore in the email. Yeah. All right. And Al Al forgets because we're in like a time warp. We've already done an episode. Uh, which was yeah. potentially about uh, naming the unnamed uh, Marvel movies. Like, Iron Man, we gave a subtitle to. Can't share what that is, because we haven't recorded it yet. But, yeah, the last Tony, Monday of Tony. every month. What? I, I don't know if I ever told you this. I hate time travel. I know. I know, Al. All right. Deal with it. <laughs> anyway. Yes, I did forget about that, that we should have already done. Ah, yeah, recording these is weird. Anyway, today we're talking about Jessica Jones, Season 2, Episode 9, a.k.a. Shark in the Bathtub, Monster in the Bed, which originally dropped on uh, Netflix on March 8th of 2018. And, as usual, here's our rundown of the episode. Wanting revenge for the death of his man, Price uh, tries to kill Alyssa, as we saw at the end of last week's episode. Alyssa races to find and kill Price, but Jessica is able to sedate him first and convince Alyssa to find a solution other than murder. Shane is released uh, from prison, and he attempts to heal Hogarth, uh, but he can't promise that it will work. During a live broadcast of her show, Trish, while high on the evil inhaler, vents on air about how inconsequential his sh- her show is and quits. She is offered a job on a news network, but realizes that she has run out of the ju- drug at the worst possible time. Oscar comes to Jessica when his ex-wife kidnaps their son, Vito. Jessica and Alyssa race to save Vito, where Jessica teaches her mom how to use her abilities for good. Alyssa sees the potential of a life with Jessica doing good like this, but still wants to protect Jessica by killing Price and going on the run. Jessica frees Price and calls detective number one. When Alyssa overhears this and gives chase, she's confronted by the police and surrenders to them. All right, uh, let's start off with our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming. Al, you got extra time today. What did you find? I did. Yeah, yeah. So just before we started recording, um, I, I mentioned to Tony that I completely forgot to find any fast facts, and so I had a couple more minutes to look around for something, uh, and I didn't. I didn't find anything. So. Uh, okay. Our fact is that we had some more time before recording today because we needed to buy tickets to see Ant-Man. Woo! Ant-Man, which, mm-hmm. when does this drop? People have already seen Ant-Man. <laughs> Man, I hope it's good. Let yeah. us know on Twitter. We are at MCO underscore Rewind. Yep. Um, as usual, we'll start with the title. Uh, the title, obviously, Price is in the bathtub and Ellis is in Jessica's bread. Uh... My taking from this is Price is a shark because while he's dangerous, he's doing what comes natural to him, where Alyssa is the monster because she was created and cannot control her evil. Yes. Okay, also, I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, if you watch this on Disney+, Plus, it's just called Shark in the Bathtub because they can't fit all the words into their title sequence, apparently. Do you really think that's it? I, I thought that they just didn't want Monster in the Bed for some reason. I thought, like, some person just didn't want that in the title. You thought, like, I, I mean, the only reason I could think of would be, like, the censorship thing. But that would make no yeah. sense, because yeah, Jessica Jones is on their platform. Uh, agreed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, watching 
just this episode is way worse than that part of the title. So I don't know how you would, you know, why you would. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. Like I know that they have adult controls. I was told to turn them on or turn them off back when they first showed up. Uh, And uh, I guess just because I turned them off, I'm able to watch (laughs) this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't know if I, I don't know if you can still browse and see like the titles of episodes if you uh, I, if you have that. you you cannot. Um, I know this from my sister. Uh, her sons are five years old and under, all three of her kids, and she initially put Disney Plus on like Y, I think, like Y seven or whatever the lowest thing was, and like almost everything was gone. <laughs> And she couldn't figure out why for a while until I helped her change it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Then yeah, did... I have no idea why. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you catch the Stanley cameo in this episode? I think I did, but now I can't remember. I, I vaguely remember that I saw a Stanley cameo in something recently, and now I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Maybe it was. What, what was it? Uh, he was on the back of the bus when they were searching for Vito in, like, an ad for a lawyer. Um, it said, uh, ad says, Four Bush and Associates got me $5.2 million with a picture of Stanley. Hmm. Uh, you know, now I can't picture that in my head, so maybe I missed it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the Four Bush of Four Bush and Associates is also a, um, a Marvel Easter egg. Al, have you heard of the amazing Forbush man? <laughs> no, I have not. Is this, does he have like shrubbery on like both of his hands and then both of his feet? Uh, no, he, okay. I lost a picture of him. Um, he like has a pot on his head and he's wears red. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to need to see a picture of this guy. <laughs> okay yeah um i'll just copy this link i've also uh instead of writing notes like i usually do i just copied this whole wikipedia page not copied it but i have the link and i'm going to just choose some things i just put the link in the chat for your benefit al oh, okay. um four bush man uh mm-hmm. originally premiered in uh a thing called not brand ech E-C-H-H-H number one back in August 1967. Um, apparently, that is... Uh, do you know what Mad Magazine is, Al? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Apparently Before in the, Mad TV, there was Mad Magazine. Yeah. In the 60s, Marvel tried its own Mad Magazine uh, ripoff. Um, and uh. he was... Uh, he was the mascot, Irving Forbush, also known as Forbush Man. Uh, he, let's see, uh, he's an agent of Sheesh, he also works for Marble Comics, M-A-R-B-L-E, mm-hmm. okay. um, let's see, where is it, he has a Forbush, uh, villain, vi- a vision, the power to project utterly unreal, or utterly realistic visions into the minds of others, uh, when he removes his cast iron pot on his head. The hallucinations typically depict a reality that is hellish to each victim, slowly killing them as they struggle against it. He's also had the super soldier's formula. Uh, He also has dumb luck. He's good looking. He can break the fourth wall. And he has a thing called Forbush speak, which they do not define. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Well, if I remember when editing the episode or putting it together, uh, I'll have a link in the show notes to this character. Uh, but if I forget, you can search for it because uh, it is spelled uh, F-O-R-B-U-S-H man. Uh, Forbush. Yeah. F-O-R-B-U-S-H man. Uh, looking at his history on regular Wikipedia, um, my favorite thing is he has a connection to Jessica Jones. Uh, I'm just going to read this uh, paragraph just because it's so ridiculous. Okay. On page three of Fantastic Four Annual number three, 1965, while Patsy Walker and her rival Heidi Wolf eye Tony Stark and search for Millie the Model, as the crowd gathers for Reed Richards and Sue Richards, chants of We Want Irving Forbush 
We want Irving Forbush are seen in the background. So I want to imagine a world where Pat, our Patsy Walker is trying to sleep with Tony Stark while at Reed Richard and Sue Storm's wedding in the MCU. <laughs> okay. All right. It's going to be hard to do now, you know, with uh, yeah. Tony Stark dead in the MCU. Spoiler alert to anyone who um, hasn't seen that movie yet. Sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that of, part, mm-hmm. the opening of Spider-Man Far From Home with that touching, uh, <laughs> was it a PowerPoint presentation? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, then yeah, big, big spoilers there. Um, uh, but other than that, I think, I think things could happen. No, no. No, it's it's got to be an alternate universe. I don't I don't think it'll be in the, the MCU. Just considering where um, Trish is, not Patsy specifically, Trish. Considering where she is at the end of season three of Jessica Jones, uh, and considering we haven't even seen Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but yes, I'd like to see that as a as yeah. a cool side plot. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait till Ford vs. Man shows up because as of right now, um, we know from we know we've got Howard the Duck in the MCU. We know we've got uh, the Thanos copter in a universe in the MCU. We know we've got, at least from the trailer, no spoilers yet, but from the trailer, we've got Modoc in the MCU. Forbush Man isn't that far off. Yeah, we're about two and a half years from him being a side character in a Disney Plus series. Yep. And then after that, you know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm hoping he shows up in uh, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, because at that point, James Gunn is just like, I'm out! Burn it to the ground! <laughs> yeah. Alright, are we ready to jump over to our heroes? Yeah, that sounds good to me. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupy stalker type. It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. Uh, let's start with our, uh, our black-haired Betty White, Jessica Jones. Um, is this episode just a remake of the episode when she tried to get Kilgrave to be a hero? You know, I completely forgot about that, but, you know, okay, Tony, are you familiar with, um, how venture capitalists work, uh, when they're looking for a unicorn business? No. I've heard okay. those phrases before. Don't know what they mean altogether. <laughs> okay, first of all, good. I'm I'm glad for you. Uh second, um basically they just throw a ton of money at a bunch of different businesses and they hope that one of them makes so much money, the unicorn, that mm-hmm. it pays for everything for the amount of money that they lost on all the other companies, plus it gives them like an actual uh payback of, of money. So I think maybe that's what Jessica's doing here. It's like, okay, every single villain who has powers, what if I try to make them a good person, a hero? And then if I if I just get one, then then we're good, right? Like that's at least some real good in the world, right? She is herself scaling out to be more heroes in, in that sense. Yeah, so, I mean, that answer, makes... Mm-hmm. That makes terrible, but still logical sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. Uh, for everything that I said, uh, not specifically <laughs> just Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what the word venture means in venture capitalist. Uh, hmm. They're ta- they're going on stupid adventures with people's money. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, she's trying to. Uh, make her mom a better person by potentially killing Price with a super sedative. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because we have absolutely no idea how much that affects him, right? Like, uh-huh. 
like going into the real world, like I, I I've seen people say things like, "Oh, that tranquilizer can take out an elephant and you know mm-hmm. put it to sleep for twelve hours," and it it happens in like five seconds. Um, I don't know what that would actually do to a human, and I imagine that this is the same concept, right? Like her mom has more powers, but I. I also don't know. To, to be fair, now that I think about it, I don't know how how different her biology is with that kind of stuff, right? They do have advanced healing, so yeah. I guess that affects it. Um, well, like you and, said, you don't know, but neither mm-hmm. does Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yes, yeah. So she, she even mentions it a little bit later, saying like, "Well, he's still breathing, so that's a good sign," or something like that. Um, <laughs> But then she injects him with more when he's still knocked out. Yeah, she does that later in the episode. Uh, after her mom said, oh, I think he'll be awake soon, or should be awake by now. Uh, <laughs> so she's like, well, we have to leave, so let's keep him out for another entire day at that point. Because if I remember correctly, when yeah. she first stabbed him was, I don't know, middle of the night, early in the night, let's say like 10 p.m., Mm-hmm. Uh, 11 p.m. something along those lines and then i think she uh she she did some stuff in the in the morning i feel like so this has to at a minimum be like i don't know noon 1 p.m the next day so if you're thinking 13 hours 14 hours he's not waking up again until middle of the night yeah and you gotta think like there's no iv he is probably he's definitely dehydrated uh, possibly oh, yeah. malnourished, depending on the last time he ate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I was thinking the entire time, like he's gonna wake up so hungry, <laughs> and yeah, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Well, I guess it's a bit. It's better. Almost killing him is better than actually killing him. <laughs> so that's nice. That is true. I agree with that statement. Yeah. Um, she also, Jessica, uh, mentions to her mom saying that, uh, she's going to handle this by reminding him that attempted murder is a class B felony. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure he knows that. (laughs) Yeah, he probably knew that before getting the gun. And he probably also knew that before shooting the gun into the, the apartment. And I'm sure he remembered that especially as he was running in fear for his life away from Alyssa. Yeah. I mean, Price really should have just like, you know, the less interesting thing would have been for him to spy on them and then call the police. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he had a a stupid line about like, Oh, I don't want the police to die, but like, I mean, they'll, they'll show up with a ton of people. Like they'll, they'll show up with like 50 people, in full combat gear, they, they, they're not going to like send two patrol officers like, Oh, it's the end of the night. I guess we'll just walk in here and arrest this person. No, you're, you're going to send the, the people who like their only training is shooting people. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> like, it, it was just stupid of, of price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, uh, I guess, Department of um, Damage Control is not militarized yet. Like yeah, we know it exists, not. yeah, because <laughs> it existed in after the Avengers, the first one. Yeah, it, yeah, because because we get that one opening scene in Spider Man, uh, yeah, Homecoming, right? Uh, and it is bigger, but I mean, it's also yeah, it, it's probably just maybe its mission hasn't changed yet. Like it's it's still like the the early mission of literally just damage control. Like they show up after an event has happened mm-hmm. and maybe now they've turned to more preventative measures. Right. Or at least now, I mean the stuff we're seeing on in the MCU today, right? Like given yeah. what we saw in uh, Ms. Marvel, that kind of stuff. Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, like I have the theory that it became more militarized or more invested in, after the snap in those five years intervening uh, because there were fewer heroes and those heroes had just lost. So the confidence was shaking in them. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would relate a lot of that stuff to, like, what happened in the U.S. after 9-11, right? Like, mm-hmm. one big tragedy. And suddenly, a lot of many started going to, you know, military-type organizations to improve uh, their work, kind of. You know, that, that, that's, you know, that was the idea. And so I would believe that that happens here, right? Because we saw this. Uh, we saw that with S.W.O.R.D. in, um, in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Right, it kind of seemed like their mission had changed in those five years too, uh, and I'm sure other organizations had similar things happen to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll probably get a lot of answers about that in uh, Secret Wars. Yeah, you say that, but I don't know. <laughs> I know I was optimistic about Sokovia Accord stuff and She Hulk too, but <laughs> all we know is they they got repealed. Don't know why. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see. Trish shows up. Jessica chooses like her mom over Trish, right? Because Trish obviously needs help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when Trish showed up, um, I mean, Jessica immediately was like, "Hey, are are you high?" Right. That was that was this episode, right? I just want mm-hmm. to make sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Trish just kind of, or sorry, not Trish. Uh, yeah, Jessica just immediately went from, um, you know, like, you know, caring about their their side mission or really just kind of brushing her off because, you know, in Jessica's mind, she's still telling Trish, no, the, the criminal got away, all this stuff. Um, but, yeah, but, but, you know, she immediately turned to Trish like, hey, we, we need to help you. We need to call your sponsor. That's more important right now. Uh, and if the killer was not Jessica's mom, I don't know what where her mindset would have been with that. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, would she have still said, no, stop, Trish. We need to get you uh, your sponsor. Uh, and, or is it, all right, let's, let's use this gung-ho combatness of yours and go find this killer. No, I think she would have wanted Trish to go to the sponsor. I, like, Trish is her highest priority before her mom showed up mm-hmm. i agree yeah. yeah um yeah and then her her second priority because apparently she doesn't trace that trish at all is uh oscar her new boyfriend or new mm-hmm. uh friend with benefits i guess uh yeah, both... everyone needs a second priority mm-hmm. yep <laughs> uh because uh vito's kidnapped by his mom and uh they take Alyssa and chase him down da- chase them down the thing i want to focus on i mean there's other stuff so we can go back but Alyssa and just stopping the bus mm-hmm. uh i know this isn't accurate because the bus was not at full speed but a full speed mm-hmm. bus you need uh over 2200 pounds of force to stop a full speed bus Okay. So, now you just know this off the top of your head. Off the top of my head. Okay. Also, it's in one I, of your textbooks that you teach to children. Yeah. It's um, okay. All right. Every yeah. year you have a, a module on that. Okay. Just making sure. All right. Hundred percent. Um. So more impressive than the two of them stopping a bus by holding on to the bumper is that neither the the back of the bus tore off nor their shoes get messed up. It's the shoes thing that impressed me more than anything else. Yeah, exactly. Like every time, um, like every every time I'm, I'm, I think about something like that. Like, no, you you need you need to put force on the ground also mm-hmm. to stop. Like, I, I don't. I, I eh, okay, cool. They have really good shoes in the MCU. That could just be a normal MCU trait. Just really good shoes. Really good shoes. Like. Yeah, like every that, person has them. It's a standard thing in that universe. That's the main difference between their universe and our universe uh, before uh, the emergence of superheroes was they had really good shoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something about the electricity too, I think. Um, that is something that Electro says in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's true. Um, that's it. That's it. Both those two things. I, you know what? I actually disagree. I think there's something different about how they make their concrete. Because I always think about Captain America running barefooted when he first gets his powers. That would just, like, mess up a regular person's feet, and he's fine. I think it's something with the concrete. (laughs) 
well, running without shoes is a normal thing. Like that's that's a common thing people do. I don't believe you on concrete. <laughs> I you know okay I that I don't know but I I think so and now that I think about it yes I I think so because I was looking up uh different ways to run so that way I can um start running and uh, yeah I saw someone making the case for running barefoot being your normal thing and um, I immediately said no that'll never happen to me I don't yeah. trust. I- uh, like I, I, you know, every couple of months I'll just see a, a broken glass bottle somewhere on on the sidewalk. Like, yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'll stop throwing glass bo- glass bottles out of your front door, and that will stop happening. You know, still, I don't think it'll stop. But yeah, okay. okay, fine, fine. <laughs> um. Okay, so the shoes are better. The concrete's still the same. <laughs> the electricity's different. <laughs> But really, that's all that's different. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was an electric bus. Maybe Tony Stark got into like the shoe business. Like one of his <laughs> arms of Stark Industries is making a better shoe using as guardian technology. <laughs> okay, I-, I could see that. You know, I mean, every business, you know, once you become really large, you need to branch out. Yeah. Right. Plus, you they know, stopped building got... weapons, so they need to have something for the last, as of when Jessica Jones was made, the last ten years. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, Stark Industries, you make shoes. Sony, you make life insurance. All of this stuff, right? You just it, different companies need to branch into something different. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Well, you know what? I'll wait till Wonder Man enters the MCU. I'm sure <laughs> Stark has a uh, like a film division. <laughs> maybe stark industries bought disney in this universe and they're making marvel movies based on the adventures (laughs) of him and his friends but not paying anyone royalties because otherwise sam would have money (laughs) (laughs) that that could be what's what's going on i mean uh what's i forgot his name his his uh, tony stark's dad uh, mr stark yeah howard stark made movies in uh we, we saw him doing that in uh uh agent carter he did so most likely so, he still yeah. has um powers <laughs> oh my god um i know this is completely off topic you just talked about howard stark i'm gonna talk to you about another um a show you haven't seen mm-hmm. uh legend of Korra, which is a sequel series to the avatar of the last airbender mm-hmm. has a i just rewatched it with my wife because she'd never seen it uh, has a character who is essentially Howard Stark in Agent Carter. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. it is great. He he'll, he builds weapons. He makes movies. He's just like one of those super smart, like what? Just you know, one of the what Elon Musk thinks he is is <laughs> what this guy is in uh, uh, in wow, uh, Legend of Howard, Legend of Korra. Wow, that's a really cool guy. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> he was really <laughs> cool. He's also, spoiler alert for season two of uh, Legend of Korra, he's also a traitor and works for the bad guys. Oh. So, so maybe he's a little bit like what Elon Musk is. but <laughs> what, he, what he thinks of himself? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm sure we're skipping over a lot of stuff. Is there anything else you want to bring up for Jessica? Uh, yeah, you know, we, we actually do have a couple of things I did want to bring up. Um, yeah. so, you know, we're talking about the, the bus thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that makes Jessica and also her mom definitely less strong than Captain America? Oh, we, we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I looked up back when we covered Civil War, how much force pounds it takes to, um, or foot pounds of, uh, strength to stop a, a helicopter i'm not gonna look it up again but i'm guessing it's less than a knife and full speed bus yeah uh, i'm i'm surprised if if uh the amount of force it takes to stop a full speed bus is being taught to children i don't remember what age they are that, that you teach but so i'm gonna say like i don't know four i, I don't i don't know what age children are in, in elementary <laughs> school but let's say that um i'm kind of surprised they're not also taught you know, just for sake of comparison, how much force it would take to stop a helicopter. Um, 
Do, do you know if like airplanes are in there or, or anything else? Zeppelins? Uh, yes, yeah, we do cover Zeppelins. Okay, all right. At least there's something for comparison. Okay. Anyway, um, back to that. Yeah, okay, cool. I, I was curious if um, Jessica's mom was closer in strength to Cap, but it looked like she was also straining to stop the bus. Or she's just that much stronger than Jessica that Alyssa could have stopped the bus on her own. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and uh, they just showed it, you know, it, it being a nice mother-daughter moment. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) all right well uh here's a uh reddit post on uh the subreddit of defenders who's physically stronger jessica jones luke cage or captain america okay um this was in 2017 so before season two came out okay okay uh according to user mega cookie cap's best feat of strength in the mcu is holding back a helicopter trying to take off it looked uh, like it took most of his strength, and according uh, to this, which is a link I'm not going to click on, that means he's exerting a, exerting a force of at least three thousand pounds. Uh, Jessica's Jones has wildly inconsistent strength and vulnerabilities in the series, but her strongest feat was uh, breaking off a sturdy lock and chain with a little effort, and that could easily require eight thousand pounds of force. <laughs> In the comics, Luke Cage has apparently grown the strength uh, from being able to th- uh, lift three tons to now up to 50 tons. Uh, but he's only referencing the comics, so I don't know why he's talking about that in the Netflix Defenders uh, subreddit. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is it's wildly inconsistent. And Captain America's still stronger because he's in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's usually how that works. Okay, so here, here's my um, proposal for this. If at any point uh, characters, I guess, that are not in the movies have uh, wildly different um, strengths to their powers, mm-hmm. uh, we have to assume it's uh, like Yo-Yo in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, where she goes, or her speed is dependent on the speed of her heartbeat. And so yes. as a result, I'm just saying that her speed is dependent on some other factor that can change at any moment in time. And maybe that affects Jessica here too. Her strength differs at any moment in time based off of something that we haven't found out about yet. I feel like that's, uh, <laughs> that's a good enough answer. Okay, cool. We'll go with that for now. <laughs> maybe right. Captain America was stronger at that moment because of the power of friendship. He was trying to get to Bucky where Jessica doesn't really like little kids, and she was doing it though she was doing it for someone she likes. I don't think the love's there yet, so she wasn't as strong. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, we we always <clears throat> say that Bucky is Cap's weakness, but I guess you could also say that Bucky is also Cap's strength. That's also, his muscles the, are the, his strength, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, his super soldier serum and his shield. So, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he he's got he's got a few few items, but okay. Yeah, cool. Um, let's see. I do have a couple of other quick things for Jessica. Um, I like that she and her mom had a little bonding moment back when um when her mom had to pour booze on the gunshot wound. You know that was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, lastly, uh, at the end, she has to call the cops on her mom, like that. Oh yeah, that part sucked for I I mean everyone involved. I assume maybe not Price. But. Yeah, and, I mean, Jessica, learn how to text, woman. Same thing with <laughs> Trish. She's like, I called, you didn't pick up. Then text. <laughs> well, I mean, if you call, then the, at, at least you see the, the name, then then she'll call back or text back. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, you don't, you don't this have might, to. This might it. be the millennial me speaking, but texting is <laughs> always better because, like, you could see the message, see if it's urgent, then possibly call or text back. And oh, if you mill something, yes. you've got the information. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. No, I, I agree with you completely on that one. Yeah. Although, um, I was going to say also Jessica, um, Trish would be able to see if Jessica saw the text, but she wouldn't be the type of person who would put uh, uh, text receipts on. So. Yeah, that's that's true. I don't know if Jessica has an iPhone. I can't. I have not no, been paying attention. Too. I I know that her screen is broken and that keeps bothering me, but that's that's more of a, a stylistic choice for the show to say that yeah. she just has broken everything. Well, yeah. <laughs> also, like 
she doesn't care as much. She's also getting in like more dangerous situations. I do like in Spider-Man Homecoming, you see Peter's screen a few times, and every time you see it, the screen is more and more broken. Uh, mm-hmm. Just yeah. because Peter is Peter. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm good with uh, Jess, if you are. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about uh, other stuff. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Tony, in one word, what is the best form of transportation? Bus? That's right. Buses. Everyone loves buses it's commonly said that they are the trains of the open road and if you want to go from point a to point b you should choo choo choose our friends at blue hound locomotion what sets blue hound apart from the others well for starters they're the only good one second they're the only one and third you can pick your seat online when purchasing a ticket with hubs all over the world, you'll be able to get access to a Bluehound bus in a jiffy. Unless you live in Canada, for unknown reasons, Bluehound locomotion has been banned. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free bus conductor hat for your child. <laughs> it's crazy that uh, it's banned in Canada when Vito's mom was trying to take him to Canada. I know, right? Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Is it just me, or is Price Chang with a sniper rifle a big jump from the guy who wanted to buy out Alien's Investigations nine episodes ago? Um, yes, I agree. Uh, he, he went from, I want to buy this business, to, okay, I'm angry that Jessica... Uh, punched me and made me look like an idiot in front of my employees. So now I want to sue her and get revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from wanting revenge to, okay, you know, I'm just going to kill her and her mom. Okay. I guess, I guess that's just how these things go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's just how these things go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all, that's all I really got for Price. He's mostly in the bathtub the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the episode started with him uh, realizing he needs to run away and then realizing he can't run away and then being knocked out. So Yeah. yeah. Also, I think uh, Jess should have probably closed her blinds when her mom was there. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised she didn't. But at the same time, no one is really looking for Alyssa. So it's not... I, I, yeah, but it's like I feel like it would be in character for Jessica to be more paranoid. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the, we still don't know who controls IGH. That's true. Yeah, you're right. If anyone, I I still have questions. I don't I don't know what's up with IGH. There's I don't know if we ever I get still an have answer. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess Alyssa. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, is she? She's a villain, right? We're, we're that's where we're putting her. Yeah, I mean, she wants to kill people the whole time. I would okay. put her as a villain. <laughs> okay, all right, that works for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. So those chains are way. I mean, not less secure, but they give a, a lot more. Um. They have a lot more give than I thought they were. Yeah, they chain her to the bed. But she could just get up anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, this bed isn't built for the chains, so I kind of feel like she doesn't have to break the chains, she just has to break the bed, which, given her powers, that's a very easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, 
Yeah, like I thought the chains were. I thought she broke the chains at first when we see her standing up. Oh, but then slowly you see her. They're all around her wrist, and I thought, hey, maybe she just broke out her leg chains, but they're still on. They're just tied to each mm-hmm. other, so it just minorly inconveniences her. Yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of when she woke up in the middle of the night and was just like sleep walking and talking, that mm-hmm. was a. That was a scary thing to realize that that's something that happens to her, right? Like, because, I, I mean, someone of with her, you know, rage powers, I guess, if we want to call it that, um, that, that would be bad, right? She wakes up in the middle of the night, and then someone startles her awake. She thinks she's still having the bad dream, and she mm-hmm. just kills a random passerby. Like, yeah. Did not... But yeah, I didn't remember that at all, that that was a thing that she had. That's true. No, I, yeah, I didn't really remember that either. Um, I like, I don't know, I think saying I like it sounds terrible. <laughs> but it's interesting that um, Alyssa was just always a bad mom, even before she died and went crazy or was induced into craziness. I guess, what, what what did she do that was bad before? I mean, maybe it's just like, talk, maybe it's just the way I see her talking about her dead family and how she resented her. Well, maybe it's not a bad mother. Maybe it's more... How I'm trying to remember this. I watched this a couple days ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, she, she does badmouth um, Jessica's dad quite a bit, yeah. like because they were having issues. Uh, I don't know if that's the thing you were focusing on. Maybe, maybe, and that was would be unfair because maybe she was just in a bad relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like uh, we're getting the idea that this personality, other than the rages, isn't far off from her, her personality before IGH. Yeah, that's probably about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then she goes on the run. We kind of talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? Um, yeah, so one thing, I mean, we, we keep seeing or saying this about about um, Alyssa is that, you know, she goes into these fits of rage where, you know, she can't control herself, and so she murders people essentially right like she she's going off of instinct you know that kind of stuff but throughout this entire episode she level-headedly tries to convince jessica to kill price like mm-hmm. she does it multiple times like she really wants to kill her yeah um and that i don't know if that's like her just kind of giving up right like she's had this past of like well i've killed a bunch of people i guess i'm used to it now like maybe that's where that's coming from and so now she's you know trying to reconcile it and say well i guess overall it's better um but you know at at a minimum she she's kind of pretty far gone in the um let's be a hero camp right because like i feel like if she's always just going to justify well in this scenario it's okay to kill this person uh, then I feel like at that point she really is beyond saving. And maybe that's why at the end of the episode uh, Jessica did call the cops. Like, that could have been uh, one of the things that pushed her over. Yeah. Well, she makes the point that, like, Jessica killed Kilgrave. Um, <laughs> and Jessica rebuts that with, like, he was a danger to other people. So <laughs> Jessica, Jessica's line of when to kill people is not to save herself because she probably values herself so little, but if it affects other people or if it saves other people, then it's okay to kill or it's on the table. Maybe not. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then she runs briefly. I feel like, well, she could have jumped over the police and escaped, but it would have left Jessica (laughs) to be like harboring a criminal and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing. Uh, if rumors are true, and mm-hmm. they bring Jessica into uh, 
the Daredevil TV show. Uh, we need, we probably will get more of her jumping powers because that's like her big other power, right? Like, supposedly is like super strength and reduced flight. Like she can jump super well in the comics. Okay. I'll, I'll take your word for that. I'm, I'm, uh, like back when I was reading comics, what I saw a lot of her was like right after she just had a kid, and so yep. she was in a very reduced using superpowers uh, role for a while. So I'll take your word for that. But okay, it, it makes sense that in strong characters jump. Yeah. She could jump. And then, like, we we know, at least her mom can jump really high. She jumped to the roof of the building from her window. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. We had a whole conversation about it a week or two ago. Yep. All right. Um, anyone else for villains? Uh, no, I've got nothing else. All right. Guys in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Who do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with Trish. Alright. Um, yeah, so... Her big scenes was her blow up at the news station, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, well, actually, there's something else I want to talk about. But yeah, um, the dangers of gluten very important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. no, like she made that woman seem really stupid, uh, because she's talking about the dangers of gluten over what she mentions, like gun violence, Syrian civil war, sexual assault, cancer. She doesn't even mention alien invasions or robot uprisings, but I feel like those would be a big deal too. Yeah. I mean, at a minimum, those are more recent in the public consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, after she lists those, she quits in spectacular fashion, uh, which gets her an interview at ZCN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she um, quits in style, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the... Like, if you are in a live entertainment, that's the way to quit. That's why we don't record <laughs> these lives, so I don't give you the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I'm I'm counting on it. Someday, Tony. Yep. Someday, we will do a live show somewhere. People will buy tickets, and that's my that's my uh, time to, to quit. To call it a day. Mm-hmm. Well, just, that's why just the day, I... not like forever i'll I'll, oh, yeah, I'll be back a week later yeah that's why i keep denying us our big break like it, we've i've had opportunities but i knew what would happen so Ugh. yeah that's fair <laughs> i did skip over a big chunk of what i wanted to talk about i realized <laughs> um we get i don't know how time works again in marvel because we find out that she watches a news report with Griffin in Syria, and he's been there for several weeks, according to the news reporter. Um, what? How many weeks? How many episodes has it been since they broke up? Oh my god! Um, I, I don't know. Let's say four or five episodes. Like that's wow. <laughs> uh, I I hate it. I. This is why I think TV shows should say it's been X amount of time since the last episode. Because if not, you're supposed to just assume that it's been, that every episode is like just the amount of time that you see, a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just looking up, he bro- they broke up uh, episode five, a.k.a. The Octopus. So like four episodes ago. Okay. Ugh. And it's been, quote-unquote, several weeks. Hmm. Yeah, um, so at a minimum, that's three weeks. In the course of four episodes, That's that can't be right. Ugh. I want to commend um, Rachel Taylor, the actress who played Trish Walker. If you heard the typing, it wasn't because I was looking up the actress's name. I knew it the whole <laughs> time. Um, of course. Of course. Yeah. She, uh, uh, when she takes the inhaler, like she looks to run down, she's obviously hungover from the evil inhaler. <clears throat> and as soon as we see her take it, 
it reminded me of uh like christopher reeve when he switched from clark kent to superman like her <laughs> body posture changed her attitude changed like she could be a super a secret superhero just one who needs drugs like she could be comic accurate cloak and dagger <laughs> do they need drugs every time i've never read cloak and dagger in the comics oh okay i i was gonna ask you if that's how that worked um i don't think they do um, i hope not they they were in one uh, an issue of something that i read once um and they didn't seem to imply that they would run out of power um, yeah and and I, they were in a situation where they had to continuously use their powers. So okay, I, I yeah, I don't think they. Yeah, they the only drugs. time I've ever encountered them in the comics was a crossover they did with Runaways. Uh, no foreshadowing to a future episode of those shows. Um, mm-hmm. And I I just wondered if it was like because it was more they were kids, so they didn't want them to be like, hey, drugs in a kid oriented comic book, but maybe not. Or if they didn't need the drugs, they would have written that out after the 80s. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trish also wants to, like, is learning, like Malcolm is, the wrong things from Jessica, because she wants to use Inez again as bait. Um, I don't know why Inez has trust issues with these people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's angry and so she just goes to Hogarth to try and, and pick up in Inez. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does it work? Yeah. I mean, it, it might work if Inez or Hogarth would let her do it. Um, But no, Hogarth, I don't know. No, I know exactly why Hogarth is not a big fan of her possibly being caught and murdered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Finally, she ran out of inhaler. <laughs> oh no, that's 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 what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, my note is we told you so, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, she has to have assumed that that would eventually happen, but yeah. maybe not. I guess. No, I mean, I know she wasn't thinking clearly, but you, you know, it's not infinite, Trish. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. But I guess she didn't. Um, uh, anything oh well. else for uh, Miss Walker? Uh, No, you know, I had one other note, but we kind of already talked about that earlier with Jessica. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's all I've got for her. You know, she she got to quit her job. Um, she got a job interview because of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inhaler ran out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, move on to Hogarth. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, she's sleeping with um, with Inez, uh, using the same power play of offering her like a trip to Japan, nice stuff that she probably has in every relationship she's ever had. Oh um, yeah, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we know seeing the aftermath of two of those relationships, both her wife and her girlfriend last season. Um, I don't think it's going to go well, based on no memory of what happens in the future. She, this is not the way to have a good relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a, yeah, not a good way to start one at a minimum. Um, yeah. Then, then there are certain expectations, and the, it's just it. It seems like a lot of effort for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, she also she meets Shane outside the prison and blackmails him into healing her. Uh. Which I don't, like, we see the scene of him healing her, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm skeptical at this moment, because I saw no glowing. I <laughs> heard no sound effects. I saw no powers come from his hands, or his and his eyes didn't glow. I have no evidence that the healing actually worked. Uh, well, obviously it did work. Like, this is the world with powers. She's fine. Yeah. She's completely healed. Okay. But it's like, but there were no, oh, I didn't see powers. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else for Hogarth? Uh, no. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, she, she had just a, a couple small scenes 
Uh, and really, the big thing is blackmailing Shane and Talbaker. And it worked. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, let's see. So I had two things. We talked about one of them. So just move on to the other one. Uh, there was a scene in, in this episode where Jessica's mom, uh, Alyssa, tossed those ashes into the toilet. Remember, remember oh, yeah. earlier in the season? Yeah, the, the there were the ashes of of her whole family, right? They, and they were separated too, right? There was the one urn that was her brother and her dad and her mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, obviously the ashes of her mom were fake, but is it possible the other ones were actually them? And, I mean, and Alyssa I, just tossed those? I th Well, two things, first of all. I think they were possible, yes. Mm-hmm. Was that all three of the family members in one urn? Because the urn was in the plastic bag. The ashes were in the plastic bag because of the wizard, right? I thought that was only one uh, of them. Yeah, that was her brother, if I remember correctly. Yeah, no, they, they were labeled. I, I remember that specifically. Um, and I, I was under the impression that the one that hit the fan because of the wizard was her brother. Yeah, that's what I thought. Remembered too. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I hope it's not. <laughs> um. But again, they might have experimented on the whole family, and be like trying to bring father and son back to life, and as terrible as it is to say, like dissecting them and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's a good point. They they just got a handful of cadavers yep and their science only worked on two people well three we know the wizard but oh yeah well i meant two in the uh, two at the party yeah. yeah yeah probably um my 12 percent of the plan is do you think the police are using hammer bullets you know the ones from Luke cage <laughs> oh yeah um yes Okay, cool. I, I mean, probably <laughs> right. Like you know, they they like my assumption is if they get a call and there's a and you know two, you know potentially superhuman, you know like they're just gonna say, oh yeah, I can't wait to use these new toys. It's about time. Like they they've yeah. been itching at it, so th they must be. Yeah, that's true. All right, um, Al, you ready to rate the episode? Yes, I am. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? All right. Now, how many superpowered women holding onto the bus are you going to give this episode? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go with two and a half. Oh, really? Uh... Yeah, yeah, you know, it started the episode, and it was, it, it felt very slow going, uh, and then, you know, by the end of it, I thought, okay, this is actually better, but it just, it, I, it just didn't pull me in, I don't, I don't know why, I don't know if it's, right. you know, the, the series as a whole at this point, maybe it's the entire season, that storyline, I'm, I'm not too sure, uh, I do think the whole storyline shift with Price just felt off like like kind mm -hmm. of forced in a way um but uh yeah that's yeah that i'm just i'm not feeling it so i'm going with two and a half how about you okay i'm giving it four and a half. Ooh, yeah um i feel like it's kind of self-contained we get a little bit of a crisis uh with Vito that gets resolved in the episode which i appreciate i appreciate um you know Anytime a hero and a villain or a hero and a hero have to team up and one has to restrain the other's impulses, that's something I really like. Um, 
good super detectiving, and both uh, Trish and Alyssa dealing with the consequences of their actions, finally. This is, I think, might be my favorite episode. I can't remember the last four episodes. So, in the first, it's my favorite episode so far, definitely. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, but I think we're done. All right, cool. Well, hey, everyone, uh, join us next week. Uh, we will keep rewinding uh, season two of Jessica Jones. We'll be talking about episode 10, a.k.a. Pork Chop. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore rewind. You can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite app. And you can also give us a suggestion of what you want us to do for that last episode of every month. So again, you can tell us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind, or you can send us an email. We are mcurewind at gmail.com. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day.